It's time to open your mind and expand your empire. You're listening to The Ted Huff Show. Join in for stories that embrace imperfections and become the inspiration you need to achieve true greatness in your life through actionable progress in the pursuit of self-discovery, self-improvement, and self-purpose. Where will your story take you? Now let's get it started with the man himself, your host, Ted Huff. Welcome to episode 16 of The Ted Huff Show. We've got Howie Fields on the CEO of HD Brands, Pop Drops, and Claire's Goodness. Howie is taking startup food companies to new levels with Pop Drops, a disruptor in the billion-dollar soda industry, and Claire's Goodness, simply the best organic almond butter and protein bar that I've ever tasted. Howie honed his communication skills with one of his first jobs with the Wolf of Wall Street, Mr. Jordan Belfort at Stratton Oakmont. After Wall Street, he forayed into the fitness industry where he's owned several health clubs. He has also guided the overall number one draft choice, Derek Coleman, and countless other pro athletes. In the fitness culture, Howie's worked with top-level bodybuilders such as two-time Mr. Olympia, Breon Ansley, and Ms. Arnold, Candace Lewis Carter. In this episode, you'll find out what Howie has done to train these high-level athletes to their peak performance. Hey, Howie, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, We've been talking about it since October last year. I'm glad we finally got it all set up. Um, What I want to do for everybody is just kind of give them a a bit of a background of of yourself and what are you working on these days? Okay, well, uh, quick background. I'm originally from New York City. I'm a Wall Street guy and um, my first initial job that I ever had in my life working on Wall Street as a stockbroker. I worked for a company called Stratton Oakmont in Long Island. Uh, What that's famous for is for the Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort was my first boss. Um, my best friend, all-American lacrosse player, and my brother Rodney Dumpson introduced me to name Chucky Bennett. Chucky went with Victor Wang. There's Stratton Oakmont. Walked me in. And how that goes is we're hanging out playing basketball. Chucky, who loved to play basketball, with pulls up in a Porsche 911. <laughs> and he's like... Like, yo, <laughs> what's up with that? He goes, yeah, I'm killing over this brokerage firm. Hey, you should come by. I go, I'll be there on Monday. That's simple. And now he kind of walked me in. And during that time, whenever I made a little bit of money, I'd always go to personal development type events. And I also started working with a couple high-level fitness trainers. I always had a passion for bodybuilding and fitness. So between the personal development sales and uh, physical fitness, I kind of combined all of those. All right. And that uh, initially brought me out here to the West Coast, Arizona and L.A. Created a gym with a bunch of buddies. Got involved in what I call fitness and performance business. You know, I started creating good for you products. I wanted to... um, you know, kind of solve, and we'll talk about this later, which is the soda industry. Everyone loved drinking soda growing up. Modern day people don't drink soda. And uh, I have a company called Pop Drops, I think, can solve that problem because we all like sweet, sugary things. We just don't like the sugar. Exactly. We don't like the effects of the sugar. (laughs) We don't like the effects of the sugar. And I've worked on that for about seven, eight years. I think I've uh, found the aha moment that can take it to the next level. And more importantly, besides that, I love, I want to have an influence and impact on as many people as humanly possible. And we do that. I believe I do that one person at a time. And I really appreciate the opportunity to share, you know, 
my story and what I plan on doing and my big ideas with you, brother. All right. No, I appreciate it. Well, and that's the whole thing is that instead of uh, doing it one individual at a time, you can reach out to a whole bunch of folks at the one time. And then for those who are really ready to take that next step, we'll be able to reach out to you and, and take their next step. Absolutely. So everything that, that you and I've talked about in the past, uh, it comes out to, we come back to that Howie Hustle. That's right, so, brother. So, uh, I, you know, I've never asked this question of you, but where did that come from? Where did Howie Hustle come from? Well, my boys have always called me Howie Hustle. And I'm, I owned my first nightclub at 21 years old in New York City. And um, I was called the playground, by the way. <laughs> and I've always, since I was a kid, from, you know, having a paper out, selling candy and gum in school, always hustling, right? So as a hustler, you're a grinder. You know, so you're how, how early did that, that nickname latch on? Uh, early, <laughs> early, early, early. I'd say um, by the time I was at 12, 13, there it was, how we hustle, you know? All right. And um, it was just something my boys always called me. Now, as I've gotten older, how we hustle, just not my name, Howie, but how we hustle okay. as human beings. So as a kid, it's how we hustle. As an adult, it's how we all hustle because we all have a, a hustle in life. Mm -hmm. And the difference, a hustler is a woman that just takes on a lot of things. Right. How we hustle is really going to be showing people about leadership. Leader, lead thyself. Right. And so we go from hustling to leadership all in the same package. Wow. Wow. We'll have to dig into that because yeah. um, I'm assuming that you meant you started to mention a couple of experiences growing up, you know, that really started you into that hustle. And what what do you what do you believe? Um, because our, our lives are built on our beliefs, right? Right. So what do you believe forced you to start to have that mental toughness, to start that hustle, to think you could do it? How, what was that? What was it that really happened to really build you that, that confidence and that mental toughness to just keep going? Well, when we're younger, there's a whole confidence thing where you always, I always say the force is compare, compete, criticize, and complain. Right. And that's all internal. We always, you know, we get indoctrinated into school. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as a young child, you think you can do anything. And then all of a sudden you go to school. This kid has this. This one looks like this. And there's a whole bunch of things that internally you don't know where you are. Right. But how it started with me is sports was a really important thing. I played everything as a kid. Right. And in sports, when you hustle, they're always telling you, hustle, hustle, hustle. work hard. And, and the thing about hustling is all about effort. You don't need anything else. You can see when someone's effort and making it happen. And I never wanted to lose and pick up the lines or sprints or anything like that. So I hustled. But the number one really important thing with that is it gave you belief in yourself. Right. And so people can say a lot of things but they can't take away certain things that you know you can work for and i understood that little piece as a kid that you can say this you can say that but if you get me into a sporting arena i'm gonna beat you so <laughs> that's where that started coming from you mentioned your your time on wall street if anybody does any sort of research on you they're gonna see the elite athletes that you've worked with um, working with top performing executives, which you've, you've mentioned to me as well. 
What would you say you have learned the most from them? Okay. That's a great question, first of all. I think there's a correlation between the two, right? From elite executives to elite athletes, from bodybuilding to football to basketball, they have a belief in themselves, right? That's number one. Two, they work very hard. When you take these people with immense talent, first, they usually had someone that believed in them first. You know, when you have a little bit of talent, you don't know you're good at something. People say, hey, Ted, you're pretty good at that. Like, oh, it makes you feel a little good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you keep working on it. You keep working on it. And then the more time you invest going, you know, two, three inches wide, a mile deep, that's where the fruit is. Okay. And, and so that's the key thing with all these individuals. They focus on a handful of things, which allows them to be successful and be extremely elite. What have you seen and or taught individuals to help them regain that focus? Because we all lose our focus or we start looking at too many different opportunities because there are just so many opportunities in this day and age for us. That is another outstanding question because it's something each and every one of us deal with, right? Mm -hmm. Once you realize you can do anything everything becomes a distraction. When you're talented, and a lot of people, you, myself, high-level people I've worked with, they're super talented individuals, right? I try to create environments of success, right? How do you create an environment of success? Daily rituals and habits, right? And like how I get up at the same time each and every morning, Mm -hmm. each and every day is a new day, a new Monday. That way, the weekends are different than the weekdays. And so what successful people really do, they create an environment which is bulletproof. What do, you mean, is, what do you mean by bulletproof? Well, when I always talk about going to the gym, mm-hmm. right, I call it gym time. But G-Y-M, mean guard your mind time. Oh, Same okay. thing with bulletproof. You, when something's bulletproof, it can't get to you, right? Okay. So you create a bubble that's bulletproof. So I'm going to give this 90-minute window, this two-hour window, where there are no WMDs, weapons of mass distraction. <laughs> right? I love it. So the cell phone isn't on, the TV isn't on, because when your cell phone's on, you know, all the super smart people in Silicon Valley have these things, these notifications, ding, 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 boom, ding, boom, ding, boom. Ding. just like being going to Vegas, right? Exactly like going to Vegas. And it is natural for smart people, young or old, stimulation from the outside is a distraction. Mm-hmm. And so, what I think the really successful people do. You look at an athlete, they're going to take the extra jumpers, they're going to be in the gym by themselves. Fitness, someone's going to be doing that cardio by themselves. In business, get there early, stay late. Do the things other people are not willing to do. Obviously, when you go that extra mile, what you realize when you look around, you're the one, only one out there. When you're the only one out there, that's where success lives. You'd mentioned that the health and fitness industry and the gym with your friend brought you to Arizona. Right. What, what was that decision like? Flew out here and I'm hanging out with my boy. I'm in LA for a few weeks. It's wintertime. Now I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona, up in Paradise Valley. Nice and warm. Nice and warm. Nice and beautiful. 
I fly home to a snowstorm, right? And it is freezing, soaking wet, just ugly in New York City. I get on the phone, call my boy Rob, and go, hey, yo, I'll be out there in a month. They realized I didn't have to stay rooted there. I can literally get up and create something anew. I know you're a man of of very strong habitual ritual. Has there been a recent change in a belief, a behavior, or habit that has become either one non-negotiable for you or has changed the way you approach things? Today's Sunday. What I do is I have a meeting with myself on Sundays. I literally take that time during the day to really schedule out what the rest of my week looks like, saying this is the number one thing I have to accomplish is this. The number two thing I have to accomplish, anything that is not part of the one, two, three goals that I need goes into the um, not urgent, don't, dis- don't <laughs> get focused on this distractive, dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Leave that alone. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest shift I've done. What does, what does a, a day look like for Howie? My big thing when you create an environment of success mm-hmm. is about daily rituals and habits. So health isn't you know, once in a three-month event, it's an everyday event, right? It's not just on January 1st? So, yeah, we'll address that too, right? So each and every day, I get up at 4.30. 4.30 starts today, right? And my whole thing is to, I want to hit the ground running, so jump up real quick. I've already prepared my little stack that I take in the morning. So this is what, I, what I call a stack is I have... Um, some green tea and drink a cup of coffee, my little pills to jump my system so I can head to the gym, but meditate, right? I, I try to focus my mind on being grateful, thankful right away. Get up, run to the gym, do my morning cardio, which is my morning meeting with myself. Get that going, stretch, steam, do the sauna, all within um, in my work, all within 90 minutes. Get it out. So what I believe is by feeding and serving myself first, mm-hmm. I can then serve others. So what I do is I block off um, literally till nine o'clock in the morning, time to work on what's gonna allow me to be successful. So work on my body, my being, meditation, right? Take my girls for a walk, you know, usually during the time I spend some time with my significant other. So just so everybody understands, the girls are... Uh, my puppies. Are his puppies. <laughs> my doggy girls. <laughs> so. It's Maddie and Mo, my girls, my little <laughs> girls who are, you know... You know, I have to have hip surgery coming up, right? Yeah. I had my right hip replaced. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna poke you a little bit right. and say, so, so when is that happening? You got it scheduled yet? No, I go to the doctor this week and we'll get it scheduled. But even with needing my left hip replaced, have my right one done, which has to be redone. A lot of times, people make excuses why they can't get to the gym, right? If I was to tell people what bone on bone feels like Mm, just the sound just the sound of you (laughs) saying the words right it is excruciating and it magnifies and amplifies my head 
a thousand times over. When I look at people who are overweight or people who say they can't do this for whatever reason, I can understand, right? But that shouldn't stop you anyway. How would you help somebody get past the fear right of going to the gym right doing the physical exercise being the beginner being new because we always we know nobody wants to start at the bottom right and we're all scared of looking like we're at the bottom right how do we mentally get over that well here's what's funny right every expert right was once a beginner it's a simple thing. If infants thought like adults, they never walk, right? Yeah. Because everyone did not know how to walk before they walked. So the challenge is just showing up. The concept you hold of yourself, the conversation you have with you, how do you be the change? By being the change. How do you get to the gym? Gotta go to the gym. How do you eat better? You just got to eat better. You have to be it inside of you. And the challenge that people have is always fear. False expectations appearing real. That's fear. So they don't want to look, they want to buy the, the, the right gym stuff, look cool when they go to the gym. And then they're in there, I don't know what I'm doing. And what you and I do sometimes is we coach people. Right. That's true. So I would say to any individual, a lot of times we are afraid of not looking good at what we do. But that's okay. Everyone has to start from ground zero. Mm -hmm. We might have an inclination of being better at one thing or another. Working with people over the years, I want to say one thing. The overweight person that goes to the gym that thinks everyone else is staring at them. I want to say you're not the star of that person's movie, right? Ooh, okay. Okay. The star of my life is always going to be me. When you go to the gym, there's a whole bunch of mirrors in there. People are busy looking at who? Themselves. Themselves. You go to the gym to invest in you. When someone's overweight, someone's going to look at them and say, yeah, go get it. And here's one of the really funny things. I always ask this question. Let me ask you a question, Ted. Oh, oh flipping around on me. That's it's right. all right. It's all right, man. I always ask this question. Does change happen in an instant or does it take time? Well, it takes time. It's based on repeated, continual, repeated action. Right. It's a trick question. Change always happens in an instant. Always. Mm, okay. Right? But what you just said is the absolute truth. It takes chronological time for people over that repeated action for people to see the change you decided to make to the world. So the decision yes. to make the change or the change, the decision of change right. happens instantly. In an instant. So for example, it takes, we've all heard 21 days to create a new habit, but it's usually they say it's closer to 60 to 66 days, right? So that's why we have 30 day challenges. Yeah, tw 21 days sounds better, it's faster. Right, right, because people like faster, right? But that repeated thing in 21 days really happened in one day when you made that decision. But it takes, in fitness, it takes eight weeks for you to see a difference and 12 weeks for the rest of the world to see the difference in you.
But the challenge is for most people, we all need that outside validation, right? When you have that outside validation, means, oh, I'm doing it now. But when you get up early, when you and I get up early and we start doing shit, who's there to cheer us on? Nobody. Nobody. Whenever you do anything in life, there's no applause. There's no arena. Life is our arena. Life is a game. You got to play to win each and every day. There's no applause coming. The applause comes from within. The inner dialogue, the inner conversation you have, we have with ourselves. Let's go get it. Let's right. get it done. Get your monkey ass out of bed, chump. What the fuck are you doing? Come on now. These are all conversations we have. So it's really important for anyone to know, getting back to what I said earlier, that little engine that could. You know, you have the one that says, let me go back to bed. Just let me, oh, ooh, Mr. Pillow, you're so good. You're the only one that loves me, right? And then you say, come on, let's get it done. And now this is what's important about the gym. This is what's important about the refrigerator. Just a couple of different things. The refrigerator has lots of good stuff. Oh, always good stuff. Again, this we're talking about creating an environment, a successful environment. The thing about the gym, the gym is the best significant other you're ever going to have. Right? What I mean by that is the gym doesn't just like, where the hell you been? What have you been up to? What are you doing? You haven't called. The gym is always there waiting for you. As soon as you come in, you bring that energy into the gym. Let's make it happen. Come back tomorrow. Come back the day after that. The week after that. The month after that. I'm always here for you. You just got to bring the energy. I'll be here waiting. All right? Let's move to the next thing. Let's move to that refrigerator. That is the albatross to so many people. All right? Everything becomes down to choices and decisions. And they seem intertwined, right? They seem like they're one and the same, but they're not. Because choices are multifaceted. Behind, no, behind door A, B, C, or D, there's a choice. But then you make the decision. When you decide, means you cut off the other choices and you pick this. Well, that is the original definition of decision Correct. is to cut off. To cut off. And so many of us cut off the wrong thing the wrong thing we make the wrong decision because that little voice inside of us is the path of least resistance the easy route the shortcut oh it's gonna make me feel good how we feel about anything is what dictates what we do all right so we have facts right so this this is the fact but how we feel tells us the story right so we tell ourselves a story and then we get feelings about the fact that could be a bullshit story we're telling ourselves it's that simple i went to the gym no you didn't i went to the gym and hung out i went to the gym and talked to a few people i was at the gym was i actually working in the gym mm, not so much how long did you sit in that parking lot before going into the gym <laughs> right the whole existence the best friend or worst enemy you're ever going to have is that little voice inside of you that communicates with us each and every day we all have that that self-talk self-talk we have to learn you have to understand is that the conversation you hold with yourself is the world you live in 
That's it. Whatever you outpicture in the world is the inner dialogue you really have because that dictates. So what I mean by that is what we do now, what we do today in this moment, right? Does it recede into the past, right? It advances into the future, either invested or spent, right? So you people have heard you are a product of all our yesterdays. So that means what you do in this moment really moves forward. So if you make the right decision eating something, if you make the right decision calling that friend, if you make the right decision going to the gym, all these little things are little small deposits that you're creating that you can make withdrawals later on. That's life. Mm -hmm. That's life in a nutshell. So you'd mentioned earlier that you are an avid reader. And as you can see, I, I have a couple books in here yeah. just a couple actually i had to take some out uh, right. <laughs> i have i have a closet full of books um yeah um just about everything everything mm -hmm. from stoicism oh yes love it uh into books uh from from friends of mine that have been on the show or will be on the show You're right speaking of books it's not about what i have in my in my library here right. what i want to understand is when you think about books that you have in your library right which ones, one or two, um, that has made an impact on you? Uh, I'm going to give you three. When I meditate, there's certain guys I, I love to read. And I'm going to share something I don't usually like sharing with people. There's a guy named Neville Goddard. He has so many different books that um, awaken imagination. Just talks about how internally we talk. The power of the universe or God or whatever, that spirit, that spark that's out there is in you. And once you start understanding and reading, I literally could read him every day and I've read him every day and I've gotten different nuggets. Neville, and that's what he's known as Neville, speaks to this really powerful, powerful communication within yourself, this spirit that's when all of us, and then once we can understand and master and communicate with that spirit, Life gets easier. So Neville Goddard, um, Awakened Imagination is one of my favorite books. So you got plethora of See, books. I have, and there I've read a lot, and that's one that I have not. So I'm looking forward to yeah. to picking that one up. Yeah, and usually, you know, brother, I wouldn't even share Neville with a lot of people <sighs> because it's it's that's exciting for me though because right. there is so much that I've read in that genre, right? And, and in my pursuit of self discovery and self education, yes, I've read a lot, and not very often do I have a guest that brings up a book that I have not heard of and or thought of or right. the author so i am blown away and extremely appreciative of that oh thank you brother and i remember it was um it was a politician a congressman who gave me introduced me to neville um back in 2006 2007 he goes i really share this because it's you have to be a certain kind of visual to get it but high level individuals like you get it and I mean, anyone can get it, but you have to have an open mind. Mm -hmm. The number one thing in life, again, there goes, I mean, number one thing, <laughs> have to have an open mind. There's a lot of number one things, really important things for having that open mind because I can read Neville and get something new each and every day. Right. And that's how I like to start my day, reading something about um, something from within. In, in modern day terms, one of my favorite authors is a guy named Robert Greene. Okay. Right. Robert Greene is just because it's 
talked about the psychology of everything, mm-hmm. right? Mastery by Robert Greene is one of my Bibles. Oh, that's a great book. Yeah, I like that book a lot. Right, it's one of my Bibles. It's a, it's a go-to book that I've read countless times. Mm-hmm. If I've told you I've read it eight times, ten times, yes. Because you can go back and like, wow. I didn't see that before. Because here's the thing, we always are evolving, we're always growing. And Robert Greene from Mastery to 40 Laws of Power, 33 Strategies of War, and he has a new book out called Human Nature. One of the things I I love about reading so much, right, is that a lot of us come from dysfunctional families, Mm -hmm. because we're fucked up, you know? And the real beauty of books is if you didn't have a father, you didn't have a certain type of parental people there with you, you can grab a good book from a famous person in history and that person become your father, your uncle, your mentor and can teach you certain things. Because as I said, human beings haven't changed. The same drama and bullshit that was happening centuries ago is the same drama and bullshit happening now because human beings are human beings. And from a great book from Seneca, as he was mentioned, Stoicism, you can find some real jewels. Yes. And then and you can learn and you can really see what's happening in front of you. Well, it gives you, you know, I'm a big person on changing perception, right? So changing your perception of, of what's going on, your current situation. I mean, any of these books, um, especially the thing I, I like about Stoicism and, and most of that era is that it's letters to other people. Yeah. And, what and, even meant? And, and it, the thing is, is it, it's standing the test of time. Yeah. So before before um, we get into the last part, which gives people the tactics of, of what to do every day, right. what is that third book? <sighs> the third book I would share, and it's on your wall, right? Think and Grow Rich. Right. Think and Grow Rich is another Bible, another classic. It is um, three feet from goal, right? Three feet from the goal. It um, really walks you through from A to Z, soup to nuts, what you need within you and what's out there because to me, life is a journey of self-discovery. Napoleon Hill, when you study that book, I have a, a almost a study version of it, and it was just like, wow, it was a game changer. Well, and that's funny you mentioned that because I always recommend anybody the first time that you pick up Think and Grow Rich, if you've never picked it up before, first time, I always tell everybody, pick up the action plan version yeah or pick up the action plan book along with it yeah and follow along because yes. that will will embed that thought process into your mind more than anything ever yeah it's a great book it is it, timeless and i will <clears throat> share one of my tactics about timeless what i want to do is just kind of i mean we've talked about a lot of stuff you, you've you've sprinkled in a few um, philosophies a few tactics a few different things to help people move forward but what i want to do is i want to give them three tangible tactics that they can start immediately across the board 
You pick one thing to do, you focus and concentrate on that one fucking thing. To change, the one thing to change? One thing. Okay. So it could be, for example, most people, New Year's resolution, I want to eat better. I want, to look, I want my physical body to look better. But most people don't know really what kind of calories they ingest. Right? So say, do this, track one thing. So anything that passes your lips, track that. Three weeks, track it, yeah. 21 days. Don't do anything else. Anything that passes your lips, write it down and don't be a pussy about it. Oh, this one doesn't count. Anything, anything that and passes. everything from what you drink to the Costco, when you're walking in Costco, you get a sample, everything that passes. Why? I always say, when things go wrong, it's usually by human error, right? And we forget a lot of shit. You know, oh, we have selective amnesia. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to remember that. Just write it down because one of the things I think, people don't lie to other people, they just lie to themselves. You tell yourself a story. It's a bullshit story, but you tell yourself that. But if you write it down, that's where you can make the change. When you start dealing with the truth of you, you know, the Bible says the truth shall set you free, right? But the truth is your fucking truth. If you can learn to deal with the truth of you, and I've, this is something I've struggled with, drilling down, getting granular, and really start fucking understanding what it is, tracking, then shit gets different. It does. Shit that changes real. everything. Changes everything. Track that shit like your life depended on it, because it does. So we've gotten two. So we got one is pick one thing. Pick one thing. Number two is track it. Track it. Right. Number three. Self-talk. When you decide to do that one thing and then track that one thing, don't let Mr. Softy or Mrs. Softy inside you talk you out of it. When you start to talk negative right. about the decision that you've made right. and, the, and the steps that you're tracking right. is to identify that that's happening and stop. Stop. Don't let that deter you from doing Don't, don't pass go. Don't collect $200. Right. Keep doing it. Because what you'll see, and this is when it goes back to fear. We're afraid of so much that doesn't even fucking happen in the world. It's a conversation we have with ourselves. You know, most people don't want to, well, I need to lose 10 pounds. No, it's really 25. <laughs> right? It's, you just got to look at the naked truth or whatever it is. The truth will set you free. When you look at the naked truth, and we all know, here's a GPS, right? When I discovered you're 43 miles from where I am, I was like, wow. <laughs> Right. Hey, I appreciate the drive, though. Oh, absolutely, friend. brother. Absolutely. But we knew where my starting point was. And then we know how to get here. You can't get to where you got to go in the GPS if we don't know where your starting point is. Right. And that's where everything starts and begins. It begins and ends in you. Well, and that's interesting you bring that up because one of the things that that I I find myself saying a lot to people is that. In your, in your example of, of coming here today, it's 43 miles. You don't go from where you're at to here. You did the, There's a whole bunch of stuff that's in the middle. Correct. And the next step wasn't to be here. The next step was 
to get in the car. The next step was to start the car. The next step. And we always think that the next step is is the destination. Right. So being able to bring it back in and say, what is the next step? One of the things I always talk about is reverse engineering. Right. So in the fitness world and bodybuilding world, someone we like to get people ready in 12 weeks. Right. Transformation happens in an instant, but takes 12 weeks for the rest of the world to see it. Right. Mm-hmm. So what I say about life is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. If you start being that me now, what I mean by that is 12 weeks from now, you want to look a certain way. If you start being that me now, today, 12 weeks from now, it's a fait accompli. You show up being that person. Why? You started being that 12-week person down the road today. What would Ted Huff do 12 weeks from now? What would Howie, what would whoever is listening, what would you do myself 12 weeks from now? Start doing it today. And then you have to be it to become it, right? That's very simple. You have to be, we're human beings, right? Right. So who you're being in this moment is what and who you become and why you become it down the road. Why is that fucking simple? You have to believe that you are already there in order to get there. It's fucking simple, but it ain't easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's simple, but it ain't easy because fucking life gets in the way. Distractions. Mm-hmm. Distractions. Now, if you can have tunnel vision, one of the things I always say is you have to be the light. You yourself has to be the light to get you out of the darkness in that tunnel. You have to create that light, create that energy. Because in life, there's two people cheering and 20 people booing. It's good to have haters, but you got to cheer for yourself and have a target. Again, pick one thing, then beat that thing to death. Then talk yourself into beating that thing to death. It's just, it just piles. It, it, the word is it compounds and it amplifies when you're doing that one thing. Just keep grinding and getting back to the kids walking and infant walks because they don't stop. Right. They don't stop trying to walk until they fucking walk. Right. We've all witnessed it, but we forget as an adult the tenacity and the persistence and the patience you have that's innate in each and every one of us because that's how we went from crawling to walking. We didn't stop until the fucking job was done. So speaking of getting the job done, for 2019, what is that one, what, what are your goals, your, your major, major goal for 2019? Well, for a guy who likes to do too many things at once. Well, that's why I said one. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what I'm doing differently this year is, it's one at a time, it's a domino effect. Pop drops, get pop drops up and running and out the door. Get that done, move on to thing two. That's it. Focus on Pop Drops, which is launching this month. Getting it out there. Popdrops.com, if you guys want to know. <laughs> but, hey, we'll, we'll have the links in the right, show right, notes, right. too. But that's the number one thing, Pop Drops. And the important thing I'm doing, focus on the one thing, 
just keep doing little by little each and every day each and every day it gets launched we build momentum Mm -hmm. that gets going that starts to have a life of its own boom here's my second product coming through slow 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 gets momentum boom third thing so now i have in essence a funnel mm -hmm. if you will of products instead of trying to do three things all at once we're knocking out one thing at a time so you're not clogging the funnel not clogging the funnel not clogging my mind because when you know that's a distraction you know, when you try to do too many things at once, nothing gets done. You get overwhelmed. That's the biggest problem in starting a new business, starting to get in shape. We try to go to the gym, eat right, work out, do cardio. Too many things at once overwhelms you. Yeah. And with so much fantastic, beautiful things in this world. It is so easy to get distracted. Even the highest level individual stimulation from the outside, that's what it's, we got monkey brains. Yeah. Right, so bing, bang, boom. Me, I'm always, squirrel, there we go. But now I've learned to really have that conversation with myself. If I don't believe in me, if you don't believe in you and what you want, no one else is gonna believe in you. So you gotta believe in yourself. Everyone listening out there, understand this. It's not like you can do anything in the world, all right? We all have a certain skill set, certain talents that are unique to only you. Your unique ability, your super fucking power. So a lot of people are awkward in that power. You know, think, oh, I'm not good at this. But we live in a world now with social media and things like that. Whatever you're doing that makes you you, makes you dynamic, powerful, and amazing, do that. Do that and share it with the world because you that's the one gift. Most people understand they're once-in-a-lifetime creation. Whatever your once-in-a-lifetime creation, who you are, bring out that that you're hiding from the world. One of the things I said, and I was trying to explain to someone, hide yourself from no one. Meaning, don't even hide from yourself. Hmm. The one unique specialty about you, don't hide it. I'm awkward, no one's gonna care. Who cares? Put it out there. And see if that can build traction. Because if you're, you can be the light for other people by showing that little thing, you're with storytelling. Yeah. Right. Everyone has a story. That they do. That, that they, they do. do. You know? So what we're going to do um, is I, I want to make sure that those folks who have found you know, like they like your message. They like what you're doing. They want to learn more about you, about pop drops, about a number of other things that you're, you're working on. Right. Um, what is the best way for them to reach you? Well, Howie, well, two ways. You can send me an email, but go to my website, Howie, Hustle.com. Howie, H-O-W-I-E, Hustle, H-U-S-T-L-E.com. HowieHustle.com. Best way you can see all the different things that I'm doing. You can, you know, join my group. Um, I'm always trying to really impact influence you to be the best version of you and um, I always say you know be more do more have more and suck less <laughs> <laughs> alright well Howie hey man I really appreciate you making the 40 mile trek over the river through the woods 
to Ted's Huff's house we go. <laughs> so I really appreciate it, man. And uh, we're going to go ahead and put in the show notes uh, all the different ways to reach you. We'll oh, definitely that. Sh- showcase that. Um, and we'll, we'll make sure that everybody can find out where they can get their own pop drops. Pop drops. Yeah, brother, I appreciate it. You know, um, I just want to share with the people out there, when we met, we connected. You're a um, stand-up dude, great dude, good person, and Ted is the type of guy, when I had questions, dude, yeah, let's get together. Let's make it happen. And when you be around people that want to share their expertise and who they are, not only follow a show, he's interviewing dynamic, fantastic people, but more importantly, he's a great man. I appreciate that. No Thanks, Howie, man. You got it. That's it for this episode of the Ted Huff Show. But we know you're wondering where you go from here. TedHuff.com makes it easy for you to get notifications for new episodes, specialized contests, exclusive giveaways, and upcoming events simply by signing up for our mailing list. You'll get access to all this and more by visiting TedHuff.com. That's T-E-D-D-H-U-F-F.com. Until next time, open your mind and expand your empire right here on the Ted Huff Show. Oh,